Older adults who received folic acid supplements had better cognitive function than those who didn't. This is the finding of a double-blind study from the Netherlands that randomised participants to receive either 800 micrograms of folic acid or a placebo. I spoke with Jane Durger over the telephone line from Lausanne and she told me more about the study. What we have done is we've taken 818 individuals between 50 and 70 years old with raised levels of plasma total homocysteine and we had given them folic acid supplementation for three years and the other half had received of course a placebo capsule. We had measured cognitive performance at the beginning and at the end of three years and we had seen that after three years, the change in cognitive function in those participants taking a folic acid supplement was significantly better than those taking a placebo supplement in a variety of cognitive functions. And they were memory, simple speed, complex speed, and information processing speed. These are all domains that decline most quickly with age. You did an assessment of the cognitive function before they started taking um, the supplementation of folic acid and after. How did you exactly go about that assessment of cognitive function? Right, we had done that in a very standardized way. First of all, everyone had come in fasted. We had provided them a standard breakfast so that there would be no variation of cognitive performance due to, for instance, coffee consumption or different types of breakfast or having no breakfast, for instance. We had used a battery of tests. We had measured memory by using the word learning test. And to do so, we had shown the participants 15 words, and we had asked them to repeat them directly after we had shown them all 15. That's a measure of immediate recall. After 20 minutes, we had asked them to recall as many of the 15 words as they could and without showing them the words, and that is a measure of delayed recall. With simple speed, we had asked the participants to read words as quickly as they could, and the words were red, blue, green, and yellow. Of course, we have a lot of practice with this throughout our life, so people are quite quick with that, and you don't have to think too uh, long to read those words. We had done the same when we had asked them to cross out numbers 1 through 16 as fast as they could. So those are measures of simple speed. With complex speed, we had asked the individuals, the participants, to tell us the color of the ink that the word was printed. And on this test, for instance, the word red may have been printed in blue ink. That is a type of process called cognitive flexibility in which you have to suppress your learned response, which is reading, and try to learn a new task, which is then to ignore the reading and to say the color of the ink. All those tests sound very uh, interesting, but let's get to the nuts and bolts of the actual results. You saw a significant benefit for those patients who had been receiving folic acid supplementation over those who had placebo alone, but how significant was that benefit? Can you demystify some of this data for me? Right. How old you are is a good determinant of how well you can perform on these tests. So I had compared the effect of folic acid to calendar years. And for instance, for delayed recall, which is a subunit of the memory test and which happens to be the most clinically relevant, we had seen that if one had taken folic acid for three years compared to the performance of someone taking a placebo, 
that the person taking folic acid, his performance was comparable to someone seven years his junior. And that difference, that seven years difference, was due to folic acid supplementation. Seven years younger performance it sounds like quite a dramatic impact. Potentially, is any of that a result of other factors within these patients' lives, for instance, their diet or how much exercise they're taking? Um, do, do those things factor into these results? I don't believe that other factors like physical activity or dietary intake will explain the difference we did see. However, we don't know if the change in cognitive function is actually secondary to something else, like, for instance, depression, because mood and depression can affect cognitive function. So it could very well be that folic acid affects mood, and that affects then cognitive function. Overall, what have you taken out of this study's results then? It all sounds very encouraging, and does this potentially mean that we should all, in our later years, be considering taking folic acid supplementation? What's the key points that you've taken out of this? Since this is the only study which shows a clear benefit of folic acid on cognitive function, albeit a small effect on cognitive function, this needs to be repeated in other populations, using, for instance, different age criteria, I do believe one should pay close attention to the status of vitamin B12 in the population. And until we have our results confirmed, I would recommend that one eats a diet rich in folate, uh, which is then, of course, having lots of green leafy vegetables, citrus fruits, and whole grains. And it could be that lower doses will lead to similar or even better effects than what we have found and also research should be concentrated on the effects of increasing dietary folate to see what that could do for neurological health. That was Jane Durger, who now works at the Nestle Research Center in Lausanne. She was talking with me about the work she did at the Wageningen University in the Netherlands. And you can read more details in The Lancet of January the 20th. For the Audio Journal of Global Health Issues, I'm Sarah Maxwell.